Welcome to BeastNet. You've tuned in to a special episode dedicated to the Sober Spartan. These episodes are an extension of the Facebook group, Sober Spartans. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and guest and do not necessarily reflect any policy or position of anyone but themselves. Show guests share their stories openly and honestly. Some will remain anonymous, some will share their names. Please be respectful of the privacy of those who wish to remain anonymous. Hey everybody out there. Morning, you got Boggs. I'm talking with Adam Courtney on the Silver Spartan Show. And uh, Adam's story is a, a pretty good one. You guys are going to want to listen to this. Hey Adam, why don't you say hi to the listeners and uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. How you guys doing? My name is Adam Courtney. Um, I've been sober for almost four years now. Um, I got into fitness and then I started training for endurance and then I became a runner. And so ever then I've just been training with CrossFit and running and I've been staying busy while the Spartan season has been put on hold. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who follows you on anybody who follows you on Facebook or on Instagram sees that you're definitely keeping yourself busy. Uh, Every day you're posting up workouts and uh, and just keeping at it every day. It's amazing. Hey, hey, so staying busy, man, is what helps me stay focused. Focus and stuff because if I wore myself out at the gym or at work, then I come home and I feel good now. It's like if you deal with imp- or it's like if you um, if you deal with depression, if you go for a run stuff, like you don't have to go for like a long run. If you go for a low, if you just go for a run, then you feel better. Yeah, the endorphins that your body produces through physical exercise are amazing. Yeah, I found for me sometimes crossing that finish line at the end of a race where I gave it my all or I put up a new personal record. Now that that yeah. rush and that that runner's high is almost equivalent to back when I used to drink. The way it made me feel, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I used to put myself down because I was never like the fastest. But I mean, for me, it's like as long as I cross the finish line, then you still get the, the same amount of fun and enjoyment. Now, that is true. And uh, the nice thing, you know, I met you on a Spartan course. Now, the nice thing about Spartan races is, you know, if you're in an open class race, you're just out there to race your own race and finish yeah. when you finish. You know, there's yeah. no pressure to do anything other than, like we like to say, keep swimming, move forward. If so some people get, like, mad and competitive and I tell them to go to age group then. Is what that, it is. That's totally true, yeah. Anybody that wants to move fast, they got times for you. Yeah. You go elite or age group. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Adam from four years ago. Um, describe yourself uh, and what kind of led into the decision to change your lifestyle completely. It just became like an everyday thing for alcohol. Um, it was before work. It was after work. It was like you couldn't have a good time. And then like you started going through withdrawals. And then it's like this is not the person you are. And then it just started to affect it like family and personal life. And so then... I just came to a rock bottom where, like, if I didn't have it, then it wasn't me anymore. Yeah, for yeah. me, when when I was going through that, you know, I was just like you. I was drinking before work. I was finding excuses to go home from work so I could drink. I was oh, yeah. On the, way yeah. Home, on the way home from work, you know, stop and grab a pint to, to drink while you're driving home. That was an awesome idea. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that all led me to the path where where I finally – Broke down and, you know, with my wife pretty much dragging me, walked into to the halls of an AA meeting and, and found some people that I could connect with. 
Um, how was the experience for you? Um, I actually started going to AA meetings. I only went there about a month. And what I'm going to tell you is not going to work for everybody. But as soon as I joined CrossFit, it was kind of like you were at a meeting. Everybody was cool. Everybody was active and nobody drank. Well, if they did drink, it would be like a beer after a big run. I found, I found with myself, if I stay active and I surround myself with people like that, and you go hiking and stuff, then that works for me. And some people need to go to meetings and stuff, and that works for them. Now, that is the truth. There is no one path to sobriety. Everybody has to get there on their own and take their own path. Yeah. <coughs> um, throughout the course of this, I know for, for myself, I've lost about 40 pounds. Uh, and I've seen pictures of you from four years ago and pictures of you from today. Uh, how much How much of a body weight transition? I know you've got a lot more lean mass on you lately, but uh, but how much of a body weight transition was that for you? Um, I think the most I lost, uh, 267 to 167. I'm not good with math right now. Sorry, I just finished my workout. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, man. That's about 100 pounds. Yeah. And um, it was really difficult. And it's because your body hits a wall like multiple times now because the reason I joined CrossFit now is because I was going to like LA Fitness, but I was doing like the same stuff over and over again. And so your body hits a wall. And so when I went to CrossFit, it's more of like intense stuff. You do like all over the stuff. And that's how I got into sports is because you train on like all different types of levels. And so then when I got down to 167, it was miserable. I'm not ever going back to that. I was basically eating like salads and chicken. Yeah, that, uh, that part of life when, when you can't do anything fun, that makes it even harder to, to stay the course, oh, finding yeah. a, a way to do it. So you, uh, you do a lot of CrossFit. Uh, the last couple of years, we've been doing a lot of Spartans, some of which together. You know, is there yeah. any uh, stories about, about Spartan where you maybe got inspired a little bit more or something that really connected a, a Spartan racing story? Um, I would say when I talked with Casey, um, I can't remember his last name, but he always does the course in the wheelchair. And uh, he inspired me. Huh? I'm sorry. Casey McAllister. Yeah, it's Casey McAllister. Uh, yeah. Tired guy, actually, down in uh, Oregon. I follow him on Facebook, and I just love watching all of his. Oh, man, uh, he's playful videos, hiding behind tire stacks, just random stuff. He's an awesome guy, man. That's inspiration right there. He's always doing the course, and he doesn't have assistance. So in doing the race uh, and sitting down and talking with Casey, um, so for people who don't know, Casey McAllister, like you said, he does the, the race in a wheelchair, but not only does he do it in a wheelchair, he does it in a, a freedom chair that has uh, arm pedals, basically, for him to sit there and ratchet through everything. And the guy physically has nothing from the waist down. He has no legs, no nothing. And there's times where he'll be out there and just, you know, using his hands and he'll be, I guess it'd be elbow deep in mud, um, you know, just going through the course. Uh, Seattle, God, was it Seattle Spring 2019? I saw him out there and, and I think you were there probably. That was one where they had the, the A-frame and the turquoise. Uh, on the top of the little plateau there and the mud was for me the mud was knee deep so that that was one of the things where i saw him and he's elbow deep yeah and for him to just get out there and just keep pushing and keep trucking forward that's just a an amazing thing to see um you know recently the guys from beastnet have been uh reaching out to and working with uh with the team from more hearts and scars with the eventual goal of, of opening up a branch of more hearts and scars up here. And that's a, a group that works with adaptive athletes, 
and people that have either physical or mental or internal scars to help them get through races in life. So you know, when I first met Casey, that was <laughs> that was probably the, the first instance of running into an adaptive athlete on the race course. And for me, that was the thing that, that started my passion for not quitting, having no excuses. Right. So what other what other races have you done? Um, I've seen you doing some trail runs, and some road runs, haven't you? Um, I've ran a couple of marathons. I've done some half marathons. Um, I've done like a lot of like five Ks and stuff. I do like a lot of runs right now. I don't. Um, if they didn't have those virtual races, I would sign up. But at the same time, I don't. Um, I just run and stuff. Like I don't really need the medal. But um, I had a bunch of runs I had or I wanted to do this year. But it's just been hard to tra- or it's been hard to train and stuff with the trails and stuff being shut down. So I was just trying to figure this, it out. Uh, this last week, they finally opened up the Clark's Creek Trail down in Puyallup, which is oh, about nice. a four mi- It's a four mile trail. About okay. I think about a half half mile of it drops you onto the concrete where you're going from one part of the trail to the other. But it's an actual like round loop trail where you're going up hills, down hills, down into some mud. You know, it's actually a pretty decent one. Uh, I, I had oh, a lot nice of fun one. doing that last, last week when it okay. opened. And they're actually, August 21st, they're hosting a uh, a nighttime run there, a 6 p.m. run. Uh, oh, through like all that. things nice. sport. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll send you a link on Facebook because I'm probably going to sign up for that one. I'm not the fastest guy when, it, when it's a, a run oh. like that, but... It, it's a lot of fun, so I'll send you some info on that. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. So these days, I, I know exercise is definitely your passion. What what else kind of keeps you going? Um, I also deal with anxiety. Um, every day I wake up and my body wants to work out. Um, I constantly move. Um, I'm either working out or I go to work. If not, then I help my parents around the house. But um, I'm working out every day, but that's just to burn off my anxiety. Yeah, anxiety can be a really, really tough thing because for a lot of us, having, having to sit at home on the lockdown was, yeah, it was was just tough. Yeah, that, that would be where, you know, you're sitting with nothing to do and it's like, well, what do I do? Let's have a beer. No, let's have 55 beers. That's what we're going to do today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for me, that, that was really what it came down to. I mean, I was coming home, I was, I would have a beers what I would tell my wife and, and I'd sneak into the into the bedroom and, and drink a pint uh, Everclear and sit out there and uh, just kind of fuzz off every night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that was how I dealt with, with my anxiety and boredom. So I, I completely get the, the exercise and keeping keeping yourself busy, you know, idle hands or do the devil's work or whatever you want to say, right? Yeah. Um. So you made a pretty quick transition into cross. But did you run into and meet a bunch of guys that were maybe sober there too, or is it just uh, surrounding yourself with with people that wanted to live healthy that just kind of helped lead you that way? I just wanted to start hiking and stuff, and so I wanted to meet other people, and I wanted to try other stuff now because I was just doing stuff at like LA Fitness, but it was just the same stuff, and your body gets used to it. And so when I joined CrossFit, it was kind of like a little bit of everything. And so when I finally did a Spartan race, like I was kind of ready for it. And... Uh, Everybody there was cool and stuff. Like nobody drinks or everybody has families and stuff. It's kind of like a goal. It's kind of, um, I was going to say, like family oriented. Family oriented. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, myself, I haven't really been into many gyms and done a lot of organized stuff. Uh, you know, Mike and I just, just uh, work out basically all the time on the weekends and help him build his, uh, 
his new weight room. Uh, he had some friends, uh, Audra and uh, James, that, that gave him a bunch of exercise equipment over the last year. And when COVID hit, he finally took the time, got it all set up. And you know, now we've got a full weight room up at his house, as well as the obstacle course uh, that I know I've seen you on before. Nice. Yep. Um, have you gotten out? You haven't done an ultra yet, have you? I know you were training for one. I have not. Um, I was training for that. Um, then I kind of just blew it off right now. Um, I had a lot of vacation days and I took off and then it just rained and then it just rained and rained and rained. And so I just decided to rebuild my muscle. And so I just, um, I've been doing like upper body strength right now. Um, I just started running again right now. I just hired a coach actually too for next month. Um, he's going to help me get, um, I got to work on my endurance a little more. And so they're going to kind of help me with my workouts on that. Yeah, help you with working on how to breathe right when running and how to get the most yeah. out of each movement out of your legs and your arms. Really so stretching yourself. better. I just need to build my endurance better and stuff. Like I've been caught up in weightlifting and stuff, and so I need to find the balance. Yeah. Are you uh, doing the Ultravirus 3, The Cure, next month? I'm doing that again now. Like this one I did like 20 miles. Um, I kind of expected that. Um, I've been running more now. I've already ran like 20 miles this week. So I've been getting my body more ready for it now because I kind of just jumped into that. I like to be able to, I like to be able to do a lot more miles this time. Yeah, you actually move a hell of a lot faster than me. Um, you know, you're always out there seeing ten minute and faster miles. Uh, when we did the the ultra virus, we did 31 miles, but we did it at about a six step pace. So it was a lot, a lot more hours on the course than what it would have taken you to do that. Well, I mean, um, on my ultra now, like all. All of the five miles that I ran at a time, I averaged my pace, I think, around like 950 a mile. And the reason I did that now is because if I go and I run that, and I run like eight minutes a mile, I'm going to burn like twice as many calories. And I still got to run yep. all those miles. Yeah, you definitely got to set a good pace. That's uh, something that I learned with my first couple of marathons was trying to push too fast at the beginning or at the end and just not having enough gas to go the mileage when you're out there on a, a marathon or an ultra marathon you know you're burning thousands of calories in some cases and your body just doesn't have enough storage for it oh yeah and see that's what i have to get like better on too now is because my body just wants to go but at the same time if you're going to run like a marathon like i have now it's all about going slow pace it, it really is because if you jackrabbit off the line then yeah you ain't going nowhere Yep. Now you remember the the story of the rabbit and the hare, or the rabbit and the turtle, the hare and the tortoise. What do you want to call it? Yeah. Consistent <laughs> speed over a period of time will get there a lot faster than a rabbit that burns out after a mile. You're definitely yep. right with that. So, what kind of plans do you have? As what kind of plans do you have as the uh, world is now starting to open back up and we're starting to see some race announcements? Uh, what do you have on the future coming up? Um. I don't really know right now. Um, I'm just still doing what I'm doing right now. I've just been working. Um, I like to spend time with my family. I like to help her out around the house. Um, and right now, just training right now. My friend has a gym at his house, so I've been training right there right now. Um, I'll probably start going back to 24-hour fitness after you don't have to wear a mask anymore because I don't want to wear a mask when I work out. And then I guess um, when they start opening your – oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, in, Anytime Fitness just posted uh, – 
and highlighted the parts about the governor's order here in Washington that you can exercise indoors without a mask as long as you have six feet of separation, according to the uh, order that was put in place today. So you might oh, follow up your gym, you might follow up your gym tonight and see if uh, if they're following that or if they're enforcing any other rules that are beyond that. But yeah, I just okay. saw that about an hour ago. I saw anytime posting that. So perfect, perfect. Thank you. Appreciate it. And yeah, that's the thing is throughout this whole coronavirus thing, the rules change every day. Um, you know, up until yeah. the middle. Up until the middle of this week, uh, Spartan was looking to bring a trail race back to Washougal. And I think yeah. when, when the governor mandated the masks and made it sound like it's doom and gloom back here, um, immediately they dropped that off the, the list of races they were trying to reopen because um, that would have been real nice to have something up here before September. Um, the Homish County is just entering into phase three here soon. I think they applied for it this week. So there is a chance that we'll have a Spartan in Washington this year. Hopefully. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Myself, I signed up for all four races that weekend just to really beat the heck out of myself. Um, I'm probably going to hold off. Um, I started training at this gym before the whole shutdown, and as soon as we open up, I'm going to start there again. Um, I took this year off to train for, like, OCR training, but that's been kind of put on hold uh, with the whole virus thing. So right now I'll probably, I'll probably start the race next year. Yeah, that's probably a wise decision. Um, right now, as it's, it's, I think I've got four or five different Spartan credits from all the races been canceled this year, just waiting for me to, to sign up for more races. And I'm going to try to sneak some in in November and December, but you know, I'm not going to sign up for those until we get a little bit closer. Um, but hopefully things will happen. Otherwise, you know, I've, I'm sure you've seen, you know, I'm posting all the workouts and walks up at, uh, up at the Heritage Park there and like oh yeah! Tomorrow we're going out and we're doing a half marathon out of the Ording Trail, um, and we're trying to hold a 15-minute or better pace for the half marathon. Um, right on. I'm, I'm setting I'm setting goals for for the the team, me, Mike, Andrea, and anybody else that shows up, because the goal is to get us in shape to do the Dallas Ultra in 2021. And I guess Lisa Lisa Ann Lindley, who just joined the the Beastnet podcast team of hosts, um, she's wanting to get out there and, and do that ultra with us. So we're going to have a whole whole group of people from BeastNet doing that ultra, it sounds like. So I'll probably have to join you guys now. Um, I was actually going to do that this year, too. And then it was, um, I just kind of gave up on it, although because I knew that it was going to be postponed. It's just hard to train for something when it's virtual. I can't really train for a virtual run. Yeah, that's uh, definitely true. Um, now Tough Mudder's got their virtual one coming up, and Spartan did all those virtual. I mean... A virtual race where you're doing sit-ups, push-ups, burpees, star jacks, yeah. waltzes, and stuff like that. It's not quite the same as getting out there and <clears throat> laying down and crawling underneath barbed wire. I like to travel with Spartan now because I've met a lot of people that are also sober, too, and I've talked to a lot of people, and I've showed them my transformation. It's like you meet a lot of cool people on the course, and there's always people out there like you. That's true. Last year you were a, uh, a brand ambassador. I don't remember what it was. You were taking photos and doing a lot of stuff at the entrance and gate. It was a, it was a brand ambassador. Okay. Yeah, I was just making yeah. sure that I had that right. So that was cool. Um, I saw you you and uh, Brandon traveled all over the place, going race to race to race. And you were hey, so out going there. To Montana. Hey, so going to Montana, man, like Montana was my favorite. I love Montana venue. Yep. No, I love Montana too. I'm I'm already signed up for next year, actually. Um, 
I was so, I was so bummed this year. Yeah, that uh, that really sucks when they delayed it um, and then just ended up postponing it. But uh, it's gonna be nice to get out there and and the views over Flathead Lake next year. Um, oh man. I hope I can do an ultra by then on that course, but man, I think I'm just going to do the, the beast and the super and, and see how I do on that next year on that course. And then if they have the beast there and the ultra beast in 2022, I might push for it in Montana. That's just a, a brutal course. It's beautiful, but all those ups and downs gets pretty beautiful. Or pretty oh brutal. yeah. I was right. I was pretty wrecked. Um, I actually did the beast with Brandon last year. And we both trifected those the same day. And um, if I do Montana again, I'm going to have to train more hills because I, I was wrecked for like five days. I was like, I was wrecked, man. Like, that was a course up and down, up and down. Whoa. Yeah, that's, uh, people ask me what it's like to do a, a Spartan race. And there's times where I'll have someone out on a, a trail and we'll go up a big steep hill. And we turn yeah. around and go right back down, basically. I'm like, that is a Spartan right there. You got to do that 20 times in a row. Run up that big yeah. hill, turn around, do it again. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, that's a lot of fun. Uh, so I guess, Adam, is there anything uh, that you want to say to the listeners about uh, about getting sober, about getting fit, uh, or just about living every day? Um, I would say I would say every day when you get up, just do whatever you do. Do everything that's for you, man. Um, I used to base my life on what everybody else thinks, and then I just started doing everything that's for myself. Um if anybody ever needs anybody to talk to you, you guys can always reach out. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, same thing to, to all the listeners. Uh, you know, join up with the Sober Spartans group on Facebook if you'd like. Reach out. We got Adam. He's got. Uh, we'll have his stuff posted in the liner notes here. If you if you like, you connect with him and want to reach out to him, please go ahead. And myself at Bonsdon um, or at Beastnet Pod, whatever you want to call it. And then of course, there's always you know, Amanda who started the the Sober Spartans group, and you can find her um, on Facebook as Amanda Kelly. So again, if you're if you're in trouble, reach out. We're here for you. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to Sober Spartans on the BeastNet podcast. Please remember to be respectful of the guests on the show and their level of anonymity. Episodes of Sober Spartans will air the last Sunday of the month and are open to the public to listen to. If you hear this and feel like you need help, don't be afraid to reach out. Find us on Facebook at Sober Spartans or email me at beastnetpodcast at gmail.com. We're here for you.